Hey everyone, welcome back to Your Thoughts First. Welcome back to the first new episode of this new season, new era of the podcast. This episode I'm joined with a friend of a friend. His name is Alex Larson. He currently lives in Harlem in New York City and he works at Daris, a PR and consultant agency. And he started out as a friend of a friend, has become a, a good friend the more I've gotten to know him. And I really want to have him on the podcast just for his optimistic, outgoing uh, insight and perspective on life. He's done a lot of traveling and I think he's just a really great person and has a lot to share and through his experiences. So yeah, that's that's this week's guest. I really hope you guys like it. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around if you're one of the first listeners and let's get into the episode. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Your Thoughts First. Today, I am joined uh, by my friend, Alex Larson, all the way from New York City, coming out of Harlem. Alex, thanks for being here, man. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's uh, always a good day in New York, a good day to have a good day. So uh, <laughs> happy to be here. <laughs> so how have you been recently? I know I just saw you. Was it was that last week or was that two weekends ago? Yeah, it was two weekends ago. What? Jeez. I know. Time flies by, especially in the pandemic anymore. It really is crazy. But I've been good just working from home as always and trying to stay sane, trying to stay healthy and yeah, making the best of everything as I try to do. You're in New York and I think everyone everyone knows that New York was one of those areas that was hit pretty pretty hard by the pandemic and stuff and so I know you kind of had a, a wave of different events hit you, you know, with the pandemic and also with work. Um, <laughs> if you want to kind of talk about like that experience of what those early months March, April, kind of what it was like for you, like being in New York and kind of starting where you're at in life. Yeah, definitely. So just to give everyone listening a, a background of where I'm coming from. So uh, I graduated in December of 2019 from the City College of New York. I, I specialize in public relations and I got a job after coming back from Egypt in the beginning of the year. I got my first job out of college in March of 2020. And uh, a few weeks later, I was laid off when the pandemic really ravaged the city. And so I spent most of the summer back at home with family in the Finger Lakes of central New York. And then uh, I was brought back onto my job uh, at the end of the summer when I moved back to the city. And yeah, since then, I've just been working remote, living with my friends, just trying to stay safe and still enjoy my time as much as possible. And recently vaccinated and ready to go for the summer. Yeah. I mean, for anyone who I think would want to take that leap into, because I, I think, you know, moving to a big, a big place like New York, even going to college or something like that, that might've been, it seemed daunting probably, especially if you came from somewhere where, you know, not from New York, where there's not as many people. What are some, what are some ways that you kind of like got through, you know, you know, living, moving to a new environment, kind of making friends and kind of not letting the big, scary new environment kind of stop you from pursuing whatever dreams or kind of career aspirations you had. Yeah, definitely. It could be terrifying. And even for somebody who has moved around a lot or likes to travel, you know what I mean? Moving to a new place where you don't know anybody and you don't have family around and it's a, such a big city like New York, like that's a really intense experience. But I think I can credit a lot to my adaptability to growing up moving around a lot because I always was the new kid and always had to adjust. So I think just being very open to any type of experience and being flexible, willing to meet new people, being just very open and true to yourself 
um, especially in New York City, will get you far. Just being authentic and not afraid to take a chance and make a fool out of yourself. Like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people take moving to new places or new experiences a little bit too seriously. And you have to just look at the exciting factors. And of course, you have to consider all the, the more scary things that could happen. But just being excited for what's to come and not being so afraid of being different. You have to embrace those differences. And yeah, I think just looking for exciting things and always putting yourself in the position of new opportunities and being open to meeting new people and just seeing where life takes you. For someone who maybe like isn't, you know, doesn't have the same experiences that we have or aren't as you know, social as we are. I mean, is there any advice that, you know, just through your experience of kind of getting to know people and experiencing different cultures? I mean, I, I always go back to like listening, but is that, how, how do I be open-minded to a new perspective if I've never done it before, you think? Yeah, I totally agree in listening. And there's a difference between listening and active listening, especially as a white man who went to a school that's extremely diverse and has tons of different cultures and languages and whatnot. I think being an active listener and not only listening for what you want to hear, but listening and understanding where other people are coming from. And I think it is easier for people who maybe aren't as social to just kind of listen, take those kind of conversations in. And even if you don't contribute, you can always take something away that could contribute to another conversation that you have. And I think social media has really given us all a lot of power, even if you are in smaller towns or if you're somewhere where you don't get to be exposed to different people. Social media has given us a lot of access to different cultures and uh, the ways that other people think or act. And I think taking it for the way that the people are coming from and not really taking it from your own experience can open your mind to to different ways of life because if you only see things from one type of way you're never going to understand where other people are coming from you're only gonna see what you want to see one thing that i know that i talked about with someone i can't remember i think it was jerica on one of the different episodes of the podcast was that the whole trend now at least in in our age group and i've seen it a couple of times as far as like it's okay to change your opinion if you find out new information I, I, I don't know if that's something that, that you can relate to or not, but I mean, I've changed my opinion on, on certain things. Once I've gained new insight on information, it's like, okay, I was wrong on that, you know, and that, and that's okay. I don't know if you, you can think of an instance where you've kind of adapted, not necessarily changed, but, you know, even added on to a way of thinking that you currently had. I mean, isn't that the whole human experience is learning and growing and changing? And to me, that's why we go to school and that's why we meet new people is to evolve and adapt I just I don't think it's a productive life to stay in one mindset or stay set in one thing forever because the world always is changing and you can't you can't expect for older people to adapt to technology if they're not willing to learn the same way that you can't expect people who aren't as pro-diversity I'll say uh, to adapt and to learn and to celebrate diversity if they've never been around it. So, I mean, I think it's always good to be open-minded and just willing to see people as people rather than the opinions that they, they spew. Because a lot of times people aren't as set in their opinions as others like to think. They just 
want to defend something so badly that they're they're willing to just go off on a tangent even if it is hateful and hopefully they don't necessarily think that way it's just the argument they're presenting yeah no definitely i you know you you brought up something i, I literally i recorded my intro to this podcast <laughs> um well the first first episode i the first episode was going to be my my kind of story or well not my kind of story my yeah. story <laughs> but i but i, I use that whole thing is that yeah i mean why don't we treat people like people you know it's like we are i mean we're all just trying to make it you know we're all like dealing with something and i think yeah we can relate a lot more to each other when we realize it's like just because we have comes from different backgrounds we're probably thinking the same thing you know when we when we stop and think about it, it's just like we might not have the best way to say it you know in the moment because it's like we might not have our thoughts together but i mean i think more or less and i know for me anyways anything that any doubt or anxiety i've had i've talked to other people it's like yeah i'm feeling the same way you know and, and that's fine and there's so much strength that comes from knowing that you're not alone in that and I love having those conversations with my friends or people I don't know and, and just seeing that you're more alike than you are different. And it's easier to be hateful or scared of other people because you don't actually have to put yourself in that uncomfortable situation. But when you can have those conversations and, and realize that everyone's just trying to figure it all out, it takes so much of that anger away, I hope. And when you start to realize who you are and come into your personal identity as I have, you start to realize that you can't expect people to accept you and love you and and celebrate you if you're not doing the same for other people. You have to embrace the ways they're different. And sometimes I think it is okay to accept that you'll never think the same way. But I just, I hope that people are willing to have those conversations rather than just be stuck in one way because what's the point of, of growing and learning if you're not willing to be open to it. See, if you're listening to this, Alex said the same thing. I recorded the intro, not, not even <laughs> yesterday. We didn't even have this conversation first. And yet he's saying the same thing that nope. I said, the same thing because, because we're... that's the message that needs to be put out there. That's the whole point of, of this podcast. I think it is, it is a hundred percent. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I've had like something on my mind and I've actually said it out loud to someone else. And as I've said it out loud, I'll be like, well, that sounded dumb. Like, why did I, <laughs> why did I say that? That, that was stupid. Like, that's what was bothering. That was killing my mood the whole day. And then you say it and it's just like, it was nothing. It was just like a, it was just a random thought that didn't really have any substance and wasn't reflective of your reality. Exactly. And even those little thoughts can like change or shape your, your whole entire life. If you let them consume you, but if you don't even just speak them out loud or, go to therapy or talk with your friends or have someone you can share those with, you won't realize how, how insignificant they are in the grand scheme of things if you don't take that time to acknowledge them. And I think it's important to, to just speak what you feel, even if you think it, it can't compare to the other struggles that people are having. Everyone's going through something different, and I don't think you should invalidate the way you feel just because you think other people are struggling worse. Everyone's struggle is a struggle at the end of the day, and we're all just trying to make it through. Yeah, I think the pandemic, as much as people like to say that it, it really was only for the worse, and obviously a lot of bad things came out of it, but anything can be bad if that's your perspective, but anything can be good if you just change the way you think of it. And I think the pandemic really made a lot of us be forced to sit down inside our house, locked down, 
with only our thoughts and really taking a look at what's working for us, what's not making us happy and how can we change that. And as I've come more into spirituality and just into myself and the way I think of things, I'm just trying my best to be appreciative of everything and taking the moments at the end of the day to be grateful for the small things because it really is the small wins each day that really get you through. And when you can realize that your struggles are important just as much as anyone else's are, and when you can just realize that your worth and your self-worth in the grand scheme of things are not those wins only, like you can't place your complete self-worth into getting a new job or into getting the next iPhone or buying a brand new house. When you place your entire self-worth in those things, when you lose them, you lose yourself as well. Yeah, I think the pandemic has allowed us to, to realize a lot, of, a lot of our self-worth and I hope a lot of people were able to not struggle as much as everyone, everyone was, but hopefully there's some good takeaways and especially as we move out of the pandemic, I'm hoping a lot of people took this time for the better and we'll see a lot of positive changes in society. Yeah. Personally, I've watched everything on Netflix, so that's what I did with my time. <laughs> that too. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, no, I, I think I think the pandemic, the pandemic definitely allowed everyone to kind of really, I mean, they had to focus on themselves or at least what was immediately in front of them because nothing else was going on. Exactly. Nothing was happening. Like, yeah, you living in New York City at the time, the biggest, the most busiest thing, nothing was happening. If you, and so it's just like, Lockdown. Lockdown. Nothing. You couldn't do anything. So it's like you had you had no excuse in a sense. And I think a lot of people, that's why it felt very claustrophobic and, you know, kind of tightening in a sense, because it's like that was the first time that it was like, whoa, nothing else matters. But what I'm doing today. The first time a lot of people were allowed to just be themselves with themselves and not have to worry about work, about school and and, you know, there was a lot of challenges, of course, that came with it. But I think people were finally able to see what makes them happy when it's not just school or just work or filling your time with friends. And I think we're going to see a lot of people, especially in our generation, changing the way that we work and the way that we interact. And a lot of that has already changed. So I'm excited to see what comes out of it, because a lot of toxic things can go yeah. <laughs> from the past. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back. Well, I guess not welcome back because this is going to be part of the same episode, but uh, I'm back again months later after we filmed the first episode with Alex Larson, one of my friends from New York. Alex, welcome back. I know it's been a while. <laughs> Thank you. It's a, it's a good intermission in between kind of like a, a mid-segment break. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so a lot's, a lot's happened. And I think we, we first did this interview, I think it was in March or April. How have you been since that time? It's now October. It's starting to get cold again. Yeah, things are changing. How's your life been? For sure. I feel like so much has happened since that time that we talked last, but also nothing's changed at the same time. Like still, you know, pandemic lifestyle. But uh, yeah, I got a new job. I have just been like overall in a much better mental health state of mind and um, just really looking forward to the next few months and kind of changes that are coming in the new year. What are some things that you have learned within this past year? I mean, now going on to almost two years since COVID started. Jeez, yeah. um, 
that has like really kept you going as far as I mean you I mean like you said you now now you have a new job that you actually enjoy and stuff you're kind of you, you're back kind of more into a better better mental health space I mean what are some things that have really kept you kind of going like as things are just constantly changing I feel like if it's not COVID it's like the, there's news there's something you know the there's wildfires there's everything you know how how does someone you know kind of keep their their energy focused and kind of look on more of the optimistic side, which is, you know, humanity and that being hopeful for the future. Yeah, that's definitely what I try to do. I mean, nobody's perfect and it's easy to slip into kind of bad, bad ways of thinking sometimes. But I think taking the time as I did in the beginning of the pandemic to really just get to know yourself and what you believe in and what you want out of your life really helps you kind of keep that focus. And if you know who you are, at the end of the day, regardless of what changes around you, you should be okay through it. And I think having people that I can talk to and express these concerns and media to listen to like this podcast, just to hear that you're not alone. I think everybody just wants to feel heard and not feel alone. And therapy was a really big help for me throughout the beginning of the pandemic. I think just forcing yourself to have a routine in whatever way possible, even if everything's shut down, you can still wake up and make breakfast or go for a walk at the same time every day or do something to just feel like your life is on track. Even if everything is falling apart around you, you can only control what you do and how you think you can't control how other people react or kind of how your environment changes. Like once you realize that everything starts to fall into place a little bit more, but again, Definitely not perfect, but just those are some of the things I've learned. Yeah, I mean, it's all about perspective. And I think one thing that I've kind of put in perspective of mental health is that mental health is very similar to like your physical health when we would say to go on a diet or like start going to the gym to better our physical health. You know, like like you said, there's simple things that you can do, like going on exactly. a walk, finding a meditation or finding the little time to meditate and just like have that space for you. You know, it do, you don't always have to go to the extreme, you know, for every for everything like you if I wanted to start going to the gym, I don't necessarily need to go get a personal trainer. If I want to start working on my mental health, I don't necessarily need to start mm -hmm. going to see a therapist. I could just start by maybe journaling, you know, like small things. Like there's so many resources that could be accessed, you know, like, you know, YouTube is a great resource of just finding short videos or just little like, or finding a community also. I mean, like, I know you work in social media, you use social media a lot. Could you talk a little bit about, about like the power of like community, like on that online yeah. social media space, the positive aspects of like finding a group online? Yeah, I feel like ever since the early days of YouTube and MySpace and Twitter and whatever, everybody's always found a way to express themselves and find people like them. But I think that's one thing the pandemic has really placed an emphasis on is, especially through TikTok, people just not giving a shit anymore and just being their authentic selves and needing that way to express themselves and to be heard. And I think it's been a really great way for people to build that community when it's not as easy to find friends in real life. Obviously there's their, the downsides to that and people take it to the extreme as always, but I think it's been such a huge help. I don't know how we would have gotten through it if we didn't have even just being able to text each other or FaceTime or post stupid TikTok videos or catch up with friends on their Instagram posts like that was really a lifeline throughout this whole thing just to feel connected even if you were kind of isolated you know as like we move forward I mean is there is there anything that maybe someone listening who 
is maybe still in a rough place, you know, a piece of advice that maybe mm-hmm. you'd want to like give them moving forward, you know, because who knows where, I mean, how everyone else is in the world. I mean, I think even in America, we're lucky to just have access to the vaccine and the fact that some people want to get vaccinated. That's a whole other thing, but. Um, right, the what, privilege that what, just reeks of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what, yeah, what piece of advice would you give to someone who's like maybe, you know, still like in a not so good place? Maybe they don't have a job or maybe they're just, maybe they're still back in school. I remember the stress of school. I'm so glad to be done with school. Um What's yep. what's some what's some advice that maybe you could give to to someone who's like maybe still in like a not so good place right now? Yeah, I think just from my experience, what I've learned throughout my life, and just also especially this past year, just remembering that hard times do not last. You will always get through it, and that there's other people going out there through going through the same exact things, and you don't even realize sometimes how how much having one good conversation or just putting out your thoughts on paper or writing them down or anything, just getting it out and having somebody to connect to can really change everything. And just remember that your happiness is not worth any amount of money in the world, no job, no title. At the end of the day, you really have to prioritize yourself and just remember that like nothing is worth it if you're not happy at the end of the day. And the only person who can make you happy is yourself and the way that you think and it's much easier said than done but relying on other people to create the happiness for you is just never gonna work out great answer i love that we're gonna let me get that <laughs> quoted and framed um i try i try yeah yeah he's in pr guys he's in <laughs> his agent wrote that up for him before he came on um exactly the last thing I want to ask you as far as what are some things that you do in your free time? I feel like we, we oftentimes feel like we're working or doing something. We're traveling. We're, we're always on the move. Especially in New York. I know I definitely stayed there for a week um, recently. I, I definitely felt like everything's always on. But what are some ways that you, like, find some time for yourself? I know you said walking and everything like that. But what are how do you find those things that you enjoy? Do you just like start trying new things, try new hobbies? You maybe ask a friend, what's, what's some ways that you found like some hobbies that really gravitate for you? Yeah. I think the main thing is just being open-minded to things that you never tried or maybe things that you tried before that you didn't like. And now maybe stuff has changed. Definitely in a city like New York, where you are living in a small apartment, just any way to get outside, walking through a park, putting your music in and just like zoning out for 20 minutes, meditating, like you had mentioned before is really helpful. I think just being open to new experiences and always just saying yes to anything that you think could help yourself at that moment. And just putting yourself out there, being around people who act like you think like you, and also people who don't think like you and opening your mind to that just shows that there's so much more out there. And like you said, everything is always on. So any way to disconnect, even if it's just like a really long shower once a week or taking time to make a really good dinner um, every once in a while, just those type of ways to reconnect with what you like doing and reminding yourself who you are is just one of the only ways you can stay sane here. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I know that. And on the flip side, when you live in somewhere where there's not much to do, um, mm-hmm. getting out and like doing something and going exploring, is like a, a necessity almost, you know, because I think if you just stay in whatever box, wherever you live in a big city or a small town, you have to, I think, get outside your comfort zone. I think we talked a, a little bit about this on the first episode, yeah. the first time we spoke, because once you kind of 
get out of that that safe space, I guess, quote unquote, you're able to kind of get new experiences, but then find a, a job or hobby maybe or a person, friend that you may have never even have met, you know, in this time that we're, we're all the world is trying to heal. I think, do you think it would be possible if we just did it alone by ourselves? Uh, for me, it's a kind of a complicated answer. I think in order to connect with other people and understand other people and where they're coming from, you first have to understand yourself and the place that you're coming from. And I truly believe you can't love other people until you love yourself first. So I think it's definitely important to just give people a little bit of grace, especially after everything we've been through, like try to see their point of view. If they're if they're doing something that you don't agree with or that you don't like, you know, try to understand first where they're coming from and then not being afraid to bring it up and to ask questions and to kind of push back. Even with people you love, I think you can't just expect people not to change and um, it's okay to kind of work through that change together. Absolutely. Well, Alex, since I already have your other episode, too, um, I don't want to make this one too long, but thank you again two for hours long. coming back on. Yeah, it's gonna be, this is going to be a three-hour part. This three-part, we're going to be three-part series episode. But yeah, thank you so much again for being here. You're really great. I know that, you know, um, I always love your perspective, uh, your outlook on life. You're very optimistic and just a, you're a good person to be around, man. So I appreciate you. Thank um, you. I say the you. same about you, too. <laughs> well thanks guys that's it for this episode this is a terrible outro but you know what it's okay you know it's my podcast so i can do whatever i want so <laughs> anyway guys uh new episode next thursday hopefully yeah, we'll see but uh yeah thanks for listening bye hey guys before we go i just wanted to say a quick thank you for everyone who listens to this podcast it means a lot to me all the support and just encouragement I've gotten ever since I started this podcast. It really means a lot. Also, I made a mistake in that outro because I recorded that outro a long time ago. But new episodes will come out every other Thursday. So new podcast episode, not next Thursday, but the Thursday after. So stick around and thanks for listening. Have a great day.